what it is what is up what is good gamers this is kevin aka shonof 71 and your auditory canals are tuned in to season five episode 15 of the gaming vessels podcast And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. Graduate. <laughs> That's <laughs> what right. is going on, my friend. I, I am here. I have graduated. I am excited. I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do next as far as school wise. But until then. I am playing video games and relaxing. You understand this? Relaxing, okay? Facts. So, but yeah, I'm 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 good. I'm very very good. Very excited. All right, all right, and again, congratulations. I appreciate it. And of course, our show would be a no go without Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, homie? Not much, man. Enjoying my time off of work, which I have not played a lot of games. I don't know why. Maybe I need to readjust myself. I've been watching some TV and just doing some things around the house and so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Well, folks, this is our. We are. This is episode fifteen. We've got some uh, news and some game awards to go over. Uh, as well as our uh, playlist, so we've got a we've got a pretty meaty show ahead of ahead of you. So to move into the Christmas and uh, New Year season, so Joe, why don't you kick things off with uh, the overview of this year's Game Awards? All right, yeah, let me go and we'll start off. We'll kind of cover the a less meaningful thing of the game awards. And that is the actual awards themselves actually. So kind of seems like, you know, when we were both watching it at my house live on there, Kev, it just seems like a lot of the award categories were just kind of like afterthoughts, you know? Yeah. I I tell you, man, the best thing ever is watching that stuff. Like, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes behind. So you can like, Fast forward all the stuff you don't care about, <laughs> and yeah. just see the. <laughs> I don't know, know if I don't care about Green Day or New Day or whatever the hell. Like, <laughs> we might like New Day. That. New New Day is a quite, quite <laughs> fine wrestling tag team, but Green Day. Mm. Uh, are you a fan of Green Day, Desmond? Uh, I was when I was in high school, many many moons ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't mean. I mean, aren't they classic rock now? Uh, uh th- well, they're old enough to be classic rock, but yeah, there's some. <laughs> you know, they were uh, there at the Game Awards because they did have a cross promotion with a uh, Beat Saber, and they had some songs available for Beat Saber, I believe, cool. on there. Good for Beat Saber, but yeah. a whole <laughs> you new know. generation. You know it. They played some classic tunes on stage, but it's like. You know, I haven't listened to Green Day in a long time. I used to be a big fan of theirs too, like even before they got popular. Because I'm yeah. cool like that. So. Yeah. 
But anyway, we'll kind of cover the games that got um, pertinent awards. We're not going to go over any of the like uh, best um, esports event, best esports coaches, best esports player, blah 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 blah, and all that stuff. So um, as much as I, I do like to watch Twitch from here every now and then, it's not my bag. So. Um, best strategy game. The winner of said award was Fire Emblem Three Houses for the Nintendo Switch. That was uh, family best game. What? Sorry, that was best what? Best strategy game. Okay, so, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, best family game, which was in a category with a bunch of Nintendo games. It was all <laughs> Nintendo games. Uh, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three won the, the award. So. Uh, best action game it went to Devil May Cry 5. Uh, best role playing game. And in fact, this game won, I believe, four different awards. Uh, best role playing game went to Disco Elysium. Mm. Also, they won awards for best independent game, um, best debut indie game. And I think what else? Yeah, best narrative for that game. So that game's just out for PC. I don't know if that's something on your radar, Des, or not. Yeah, I've I've uh I've seen a couple of let's plays, but or I'm oh, sorry, walk yeah walkthroughs, but I haven't really actually like looked at it. Um, it looks very visually striking and it's very stylized. It does, yeah. Um, so with all these awards, I can only imagine that it's going to be just a limited time before it is ported over to uh the consoles. So um, they're wor- they're yeah. working on it yeah. at the moment. So. And I got lucky because I was browsing the internets after Kev left and after the Game Awards was over. And uh, the Indie uh, Award was sponsored by Subway. And so on Twitter, they were actually giving away free codes for all of the Indie Game Category um, games uh, for a limited time on there. So I pretty much got into the mix. I saw the tweet right away and I got a free copy of Disco Elysium. So I'm pretty happy about that. So. That's awesome. I'm surprised you didn't get free subs too. <laughs> have they have uh, they corporately cleaned up their image since the uh, the whole Jared, uh, Jared. face of the company likes little boys uh, type thing say, would happen? I would say they kind of have. Um, yeah, you know, uh, but I don't know. It's Subway. It's, it's, <laughs> they probably cleaned up their image more than uh, Papa John's, but <laughs> it's like comparing. Well, they got Shaq. To carry the water, which is just like I'm. That's a whole. That's a whole other subject. But. Yeah, <laughs> he'll shill for anything. So yeah. I mean, I, oh, I know, being gay, whatever. Like, you get know? your money, I guess, man. Yeah, get your money. You can't hate on that, I guess. Uh. I mean, I don't know how Subway can clean. I, I, I Subway's in my work building. <laughs> And so, it's like unofficially our cafeteria, and I cannot stand Subway. <laughs> Because we don't have cafeteria in my work building, but we do have a subway downstairs. So, like, you know, worst case scenario, you, you're hungry and you just got to get something that has to be quick. You know, I'm either at the little mini mart downstairs getting a hot dog, very mediocre hot dog at that, or grabbing some subway. So, mm. so I, I will not eat subway outside of not being at work. I will never, ever stop at the subway again. So. That's pretty funny though because there's like a subway like where I work too. It's like literally like right around the like 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 it's like on the same block but it's like the next building over and it's like do they do this on purpose? I mean and there are these little these little subway kiosks are everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. But 
I digress. We're not talking about uh, Subway. We're talking about Game Awards. So uh, best community support, uh, the game that won that particular award was Destiny 2. Best community support? Yes. Or uh, so. Do you think that was cool. a do you think that was like a uh uh I don't want to say pity award. Um <laughs> I, I don't sorry, I don't want to say that for folks who love Destiny. That's that's not what I'm saying. It's just do you think it was because like they were freed from the chains of Activision and so people were like, Yes, now we can, you know, openly love, you know, Destiny again because they're not, you know, shadowed by corporate greed, you know, is that what we're it's 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 not the awards basically for like the best company that has continued to support the game and support the community throughout the lifeline of the game and this is more for games that are still continuing you know games of like you know warframe and other games of that ilk where you know they the release date has long since passed but they put you know said games up for an award to determine who Uh, the different companies had the best support, continuing oh, support for games. So. Oh, I get, it, I get it. So this is, uh, so this is, uh, uh, so technically, this is, you know, best support, aka a best gaming service. Games yeah, best continuing serv- gaming games as a service. Yeah, okay, basically. I can understand that. Okay, that's yeah. Cool. So like EA and Bioware did not win for Anthem. So <laughs> shocker. They were <laughs> I don't think they were nominated. So but... they were actually Another nominated. Another shocker. <laughs> wow. Like, ugh. if they don't care about that game, why should anybody else? I just think it's funny that they were nominated. <laughs> no, I don't think they were nominated. No, they were. Oh, you're making a joke. Okay, because I was like, yeah. Nope. That was like a pity nomination then. That's true. <laughs> I was like, ugh. And best studio game direction was Sony Interactive Entertainment and Kojima Productions for Death Stranding. Not surprised. A uh, mobile game best winner of that category was Call of Duty Mobile. So I'm good on Activision. Mm. I don't know about that. that one. I actually got to see someone play. It's like um, I went to my Christmas lunch, uh, and then one of my my old supervisor's son came along, and he was playing Fortnite on his phone, and he had a separate phone playing Call of Duty Mobile as well, playing both at the same time. So, so and you know that's scary, um, dude. It's kind of crazy because, yeah, he got introduced to me. Oh, he likes video games a lot. And so, what do you play? I play Fortnite and Call of Duty mm. Online. It's like he doesn't that's, even have a console. That's when you so, just walk um, away from the kid. Yeah. <laughs> you say nothing and just walk away from him. He's asking me what games I play. Well, I play Destiny 2. I play Borderlands. And it's like, okay. It's just like blank like, look know, on his face. He's like, I didn't know they were on your phone. And I'm like, they're not. You literally have to plant your feet somewhere and sit down. <laughs> play this yeah but i was watching him play Fortnite. i was seated next to him for the entire time so so it's cool i mean he's enjoying the games that that's what true. he's used to and yeah. how he interacts we're, you being, know, if, we're, we're sipping on the haterade but that's okay you know it's like <laughs> it's fine i mean if his mom's che- not not the uh, you know cheap enough not buy this man a console i mean he needs wow. to go out and like you know earn some money and get an actual game experience and, and get a tv and hook that stuff up so <laughs> I mean, this is. Pro- I don't think it's a matter of being like cheaper or anything. I think I think it's just a matter of convenience at this point. Oh, for sure, yeah. It's just easier. Like every kid has a phone. No, just like harkening back to that that BlizzCon thing. You don't have a phone. It's like, well, I do have a phone, <laughs> but that's not the point. You know? That's not the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, right. uh, best art direction was won by Remedy Entertainment and their game Control. 
uh, best audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, best fighting game, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on there, uh, games for impact, you know, talking about games, talking about like emotional and or, you know, you know, I'm not sure what the definition of that category, but that was won by Greece, uh, Devolver Digital's game on that uh, sword score and soundtrack. Death Stranding won that award. Mm-hmm. Uh, best ongoing game, uh, Fortnite. You know, speaking of the uh, game of the century, Fortnite, uh, they did win that best ongoing game award. Uh, best performance in a game, uh, Mads Mikkelsen uh, won for his performance in Death Stranding. Uh, the next category, which I thought was I have a very question lame. real quick, real quick, before you move sure. on. Uh, I'm going to cut you off, but one thing. So, best was that best acting in a, in a video yeah. game? Okay. Best performance, yeah. That's either voice acting, pretty See, much. That's, I would, that's but... not, I don't think that's fair, personally. Because Mads Mikkelsen is an actual actor who has, like, film credits and all this other stuff. How are you going to put up, like, voice actors and mo- motion people against someone like that? Like, I don't know. I think, I think... Well, the... The chick that voiced uh, what's her name in Gears Five, she's also an actress too. I don't know. Just it just seems like, like when you put up like people who were like industry veterans, you know, who have done that stuff for a long time. Like, is it fair? Because I think this is this is the first and this is the only thing that Mac Nicholson has, has done. You know, so I'm like, I don't know, something about that kind of yeah. just. I don't know. You know, I, I think they're just judging it not the, for the fact that as a noted actor, because, you know, there's usual uh, actors, you know, that, you know, voice actors from video games that have won these awards numerous times. You know, you're uh, I don't know why I'm blanking now, but like uh, Nathan North, Nolan North, Nolan North. Yeah, Nolan yeah, North. And then, <laughs> and what's what's the other guy's name? The guy that is kind of in tow. He's always. You know, doing multiple multiple games. Sometimes. I know who you're talking about, but I can't. I, I can't come up with his name. Anyway, it's just I was just thinking about that. It was just very interesting. It's like, you know, uh, Troy Troy Baker. Troy, Troy Baker. Baker. Yeah, Troy Baker. Yeah, yeah. Norman Reedus was also nominated for this award, but which is funny though. I thought Norman Reedus. I mean, would have I thought Norman Reedus would have won, but it just depends i just guess you know all the um people voting uh thought that mad's performance was the best out of them on there so and they even had like you know some of the usual stuff like um usual performers like A- ashley birch was nominated for outer world and laura bailey like you did mention kevin uh was mentioned for uh, gears five so cool. and you know also too let's take a look um what i was going to say is the um there was an award for uh, best sports slash racing game. To me, you can't put a all these you know sp- sports sim titles and uh, racing game titles into one category. Like, totally uh, agree. That's silly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the winner of the uh, set award was uh, Crash Team Racing <laughs> Nitro Fuel. So, how in the hell are you going to take like a game like FIFA, Madden, MLB The Show, and have it compete with some character based kart racing game? in the same damn category, you know, it's just like, it, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense mm. on there. I mean, granted, I don't know if, uh, I, neither of us have played uh, CTR yet, right? I have. Do you think it's worthy of an award if need be? Uh, it would be worthy of an arcade. Maybe if there was a category for arcade racer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, dumping 
sports games, sports sims, and you know that stuff. Like you said, it's racing sims. Yeah. Making it a catch-all is just not very good. Um, and believe me, if they can have like you know social media uh, influencer <laughs> and yeah. esports yeah. most improved esport, you know whatever they can drop event. one of those and make a separate category for racing. I think so too. Racing and 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 athletics. So to yeah. get rid of two of them and, and, and <laughs> you know, let's keep adding on. Who knows? Who cares? You know, so, uh, best VR game was won by Beat Saber. Uh, best esports game was won by League of Legends. And then uh, game of the year it was won by. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. They also uh, Sekiro also won for best action adventure game as well. So, cool. So, I don't know if uh, you were playing Sekiro last night. Were you trying to revisit the game a little bit, Kev? Um, I've been playing Sekiro for about a week and a half. Um, just just diving back into my backlog. Uh, I had intended. Well, I'll talk about that when we get to what, what games that we've been playing, but. Uh, what I had fin- I had recently finished. Um, uh, oh yeah, it was Monster Hunter, <laughs> and I've I've been spending you know the past like dang near a month just kind of floating around between what game I'm going to jump back into, and I jumped into Death Stranding, and then I made the mistake of putting uh, Sekiro Shadows Die twice in twice in. And uh, that's just been my my cocaine for the past mm. week and a half, two weeks. So maybe a little bit longer because uh, I didn't restart, but um, picking up where I last left off, I wasn't very far in the game. Now I've made some significant progress in it. Got you. Do you think it's worthy of game of the year? Uh, oh yeah, as far as... yeah. Uh, it. I mean. For me, I, I don't pay attention to award shows in general. I just watched it for the announcements. But <laughs> it is definitely worthy of an award in in part to uh, kind of put a thumb in the eye of all these people. Ooh, you can't have a hard game. This game be so hard. It needs an easy mode. It's not going to be successful if it doesn't have an easy mode. You know, I'm kind of glad that the sales and the award this game getting an award which it i think richly deserves uh kind of put a thumb in the eye of folks that 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 say silly stuff like that <laughs> so um so yeah it definitely i i have no problem with uh that game of the year it's getting game of the year you know i, I do want to go back and play that game i'm just kind of worried that it's going to be too hard for my taste but uh, we'll see Oh, it's hard. I spent the last uh, side note. I uh, Dan, I can't tell you how many times I died fighting just the the. I guess he would be right around the midpoint of the game, the boss for that area, Genichiro. Yeah, he's and I. I had a pretty easy. I wouldn't say easy. I uh, you know I wasn't getting too knocked out of my knocked out of my zone for in Sekiro until I got to Genichiro and uh he whooped my ass. There's, there's, there's <laughs> no there there's there's no there's no uh uh 
no way other than to say that. I mean, dude was just. I mean, you gotta you gotta study his his tells like like an encyclopedia. Like you studying for F SATs because dude will put it on you. Plus, he's got three forms, which <laughs> which is just. Basically, it sounds like doing your uh, taxes, people, people doing them freeze long form. Freeze on me. It's like, ah, uh, we got golden freeze out here now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get to the meat of the game awards, and the meat of the game awards happens to be the announcements. So <laughs> I'm going to kind of cover everything in sequential order as far as when the show started. So, first announcement that caught our eyes was a trailer for the Shark RPG Man Eater on that. So, this is from Tripwire Interactive, uh, same people that did uh, Killing Floor 2, Killing Floor 1 on there, but they did have an announcement that the game will be out on May 22nd for PC, PS4, and Xbox One on there. They plan to launch later on in 2020 on the Nintendo Switch. Now, if you're not familiar with this game, um, it's a single player action RPG where you, uh, fight as a shark and grow as you explore the oceans and swamps on there. So the only tools are your wits, your teeth, and your ability to evolve on there. So those who pre-order the game will be handed the tiger shark adaptation. This evolution will allow you to digest nearly anything and will increase your ability to gain vital nutrients from your prey. So, <laughs> so yeah, this game is off the rails. Like awesome you know i don't know if you had a chance to see the trailer at all as far as anyone listening to this but i would definitely encourage you to check it out if you so i know yeah, what I kev play it can't wait to play it familiar Day with one. this game at all desmond yes <laughs> yeah i looked at it and i was like wow okay i mean it seems niche but eh, you know who who doesn't want to play a shark eating people and other stuff i mean come on yeah, there's even some screenshots of like you know, <laughs> I, I think uh, there's a shark on land trying to eat someone that looks very uh, President Trump-ish out in the lake. <laughs> so. And okay. he wanted an orange skittle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, It'll probably make him sick. Suggestion. Yeah, Taste exactly. the rainbow. It'll probably make him sick. <laughs> uh, it kind of reminded me before of a. Uh, the jaws game for um <laughs> like i think it was two or three generations ago it came out on the original xbox and ps2 but yeah, i never played it's... that game it, it was just kind of silly because like at the beginning of the game you're like trapped in an aquarium and then basically for you to get out what you have to do is actually uh, eat a guy with a proxy card and then use the proxy card to get out of the aquarium on that so that's how the game starts on that so so mm, love it so definitely looking towards uh man eater for next year so uh next thing that kind of got shown is a uh trailer for no more heroes 3 on there so, so this is from grasshopper interactive grasshopper manufactures no more heroes 3 on there so it's a switch joint on there uh, i like that the trailer started off it was talking about the uh, goddamn superhero and it was like all crazy anime-esque on there and then you see Travis Touchdown come in of course and kind of know it's on like Donkey Kong like that so so 
looking forward to this game. I don't know if either of you two had a chance to play the first two games in the series or not. So I played the first one, and then I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I never played the second one or any subsequent ones. So um, I will probably, you know, take a look at it, you know, and see how it tracks. Um, might play it at your house, Joe. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not really sure about it. So... I played one. You played one too. I played and finished. I played one and finished it. I have two on PC, but I haven't played it. Uh, So I will most likely be picking this up because I did enjoy the first one, and you know, it it, it's got that that no more heroes kind of kind of puts me in mind of some of the other you know wacky uh, out of joint shall we say, uh, Japanese action games. Like there was that one where you were this high school cheerleader with your boyfriend's head attached to your hip. Oh, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. Lollipop Chainsaw, yeah, I like that one. And then there was another one with, uh, uh, oh gosh, where you were that. It was the black and white one for the Wii that was really graphic and gross. Uh, Madhouse. Yeah. Madhouse, yeah. Yeah. Mad World, not Mad. Mad World, yeah, yeah. But it was, was, I knew it was Mad something. Yeah, Mad World was pretty good. Mm. So I like games like that. So I'll, I'll definitely be checking it out. And in the meantime, there is this um, No More Heroes game for the Switch already out, yeah, but it's a lot of different mini games starring Travis Touchdown. Yeah, I saw so. that. Yeah, I, I, that one's probably that was going to be a pass for me. It's like, yeah, it, it's not what I wanted from a No More Heroes game. Oh, I know for sure. It's actually out for PS3, um, PS4 now too, as well. So just in case if you happen to see it on the sale or something, on that. So, but uh, we're definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I think the music in No More Heroes is awesome too. It's like I've, you know, probably have listened to the soundtrack more than I've played any of the games in the series more than <laughs> anything else. So, um, also they made in the note they had an exclusive trailer during the Game Awards for Final Fantasy VII Remake on there so you know that came and went they showed um nice new look at cloud strife on there so um i don't know what do you think of the trailer kev i liked it it's been a day one since i saw the uh gameplay uh the extended gameplay i think was it this year's e3 yeah and uh well it, it was mo- it was like a 90 percent get when it was announced and after that gameplay reveal it, it became a hundred percent so yeah they're just they're just showing me more of something i'm already sold on which which ain't which you know i have no problem with because i was going to get it anyway so gotcha like i think for myself uh, i'm looking forward to it but i'm not sure if i'm gonna buy it day one or not i'm kind of tentative about it i just think it's a single player game one um they're gonna print a S ten of copies of it, so you know I'm thinking more like you know I, I, either I'm gonna buy it day one and put it in my backlog, and or you know buy it later on in the year. You know I'm trying to become more disciplined as far as my game purchases. So mm-hmm. so it just depends. I know when you buy it, Kev. I know you play it right away usually, so you're disciplined in that matter. So yeah, well you wouldn't know that by looking at my 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 backlog. So I. <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> I, I, I wish I could accept that compliment, but I cannot in all honesty. <laughs> well, compared to me, you, 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 you are a disciplined man. Over here, but... This is true. But yeah. 
But yeah, game comes out March 3rd. It is a time exclusive. There was a change to the cover art to mention the fact that it's a one-year PlayStation exclusive. After that, it's all hands-off as far as PC ports, probably Xbox ports. So, you know, if you really want to wait to see if maybe they release, like, uh, from a year, from March 3rd, <laughs> you might get the Final Fantasy VII remastered, like, you know, the definitive edition or something coming out <laughs> subsequent in 2021. But uh, it just depends if you want to wait that long to play or not. So, uh, But uh, according to uh, producer Yosha Nori uh, Kitase, he did say we're now starting to continue planning uh, the first game out, and they're starting to outline the overall content of the second game right now. So they are going to, after this game is, you know, goes gold and is released, they're going to continue to work on uh, Final Fantasy VII 2 on that. So, so surprise, surprise. All right, and the next announcement, probably the biggest announcement of the entire show as far as reveals go, uh, Phil Spencer came up on stage and got up there and showed the trailer and introduced the new Xbox Series X on there. So uh, I know their little premise uh, based on the trailer was talking about, you know, something about dreams. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go in the whole marketing speak uh, just because like, you know, Xbox One X, it's so it's so powerful. It's almost unfair, you know, kind of situation. So. But they did announce their new console, at least what it looks like. Uh, Xbox uh, Series X, it kind of looks like a desktop T- PC tower on there. It's supposed to do about uh, 12 teraflops. And there's not a lot of details as far as uh, what's inside, of course. They do are working with AMD, and they have AMD, both GPU and CPU uh, tech in there. Uh, it's going to be about the twice as powerful as Xbox One X. And uh, we'll see uh, if they're going to announce like an Xbox One, um, Xbox Series X S, or like some sort of smaller version of this on it. But, uh, you know, this is like the big reveal of the Game Awards on there. And so uh, when we first saw the reveal, Kev, we were just like, you know, I don't know, it looked like a couple game. GameCube staff. On yeah, top of I, each other. I was laughing at the name. I mean, the 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 the, the form factor is kind of funny, but okay, I get it. And you know, we're, we we none of us know what's in any of these next generation consoles yet, really. Uh, we just get the you old know, hints and what's. But I was just laughing at the name because again, it it it, it, it it's the sex box. It's the Series X. It's 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 the Series X box. So you know, I, I don't know if anybody like thinks these things through for the internet shortcut names. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got the X Bone, you got the Bone X, and now we got the Sex Box. You know, it's like Quagmire is in charge of branding over there. Yeah, we got it's, the Sad. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, so <laughs> so I was like. Marketing is not their strong suit. No, it's it's like you oh, know sorry, what, branding. You know, branding is not their strong suit. It's branding, yeah. It was, it's like I can see like the first commercial for this. You could have like uh like Phil Spencer and Aaron Greenberg and uh um and 
Major Nelson in like white gloves dancing in like the, the foreground and have like the B-52s doing a rendition of Love, Sa- Love Shack instead of like the sex box, baby sex box, you know. It's just like somebody needs to do some, I don't know. <laughs> we gotta we gotta work on our naming on our naming. It's just oh. it, I it, I just laughed for like fifteen minutes almost when that when I saw that. What they clarified afterwards after a couple of days from the whole uproar about this is that they were trying to name the console just simply Xbox again. Well, then they just should have called it that. Yep. Why 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 do this Series X thing and and it's just like. I, I guess my question is, okay, is series, and I think they also went on and said that, you know, well, it leaves the door open for other renditions of this console. So yeah. if you take the Xbox One as the, as kind of like the progenitor, then you're going to have a Xbox Series S, Xbox Series Sad, you know, and Xbox Series X. And it's like, I mean, I don't know how many we don't when this thing launches, I don't know how many SKUs of this new generation console are going to launch, but even if it's just this one, you've got a crap ton of SKUs that are going to be actively supported come Christmas of 2020. Um that's that that could be fairly confusing to someone who's not up on this, you know, who's just trying to buy little Timmy a console in 2020 and and standing in and and standing in line at GameStop asking the 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 clerk there to to explain well my son wants the new Xbox okay which one does he want <laughs> you know they're just going to be like huh huh and it's like and I it's like yeah I guess they're trying to make everything like the phone but you know a phone has become more of a of more of a, of a necessity in this, a smartphone has become more of a necessity in this day. This is not; these things are not necessities. So you got to make them as easy as your as possible for the casual purchaser, because that's who you're going to make the most of your money from. So you know, we'll see. I mean, these guys run a multi-billion-dollar company, and I don't. So you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see what comes out. But it's just they're gonna. Probably spend millions. Probably spend millions to get everyone on board to understand the naming, con, you know, convictions. Con, as far as I, I don't know if they would have been better off with just Xbox X or something. No, or, just it, call it the Xbox, and and just just hey, this is a new. We're starting over with a new generation, you know, which is what what I guess that's what they they're doing now with this follow up. Yeah. But when you when you hit me with like a series and you've already got several SKUs on the market already. And we're, you know, yeah. here's another one. It's like eh. X, Xbox SX. Yeah. Oh, at this moment, I know I'm going to tell, I'm going to just state right now for me, I'm not buying this day one. And I have, I'm going to have to see more, uh, but uh, they did announce one game at the show. They showed a trailer for, uh, send you a sacrifice uh, for Hellblade 2 
and uh, they have confirmed that that game is coming out for uh, the new Xbox, Xbox Series X, and also for PC. And that's where the caveat comes in for me, at least. You know, do I want to spend five or six hundred bucks on a new Xbox, or do I want to spend five to six hundred dollars buying a new PC or buying a better graphics card? I mean, I kind of know, in my mind at least, if everything's going to be day one on PC, or regardless of the platform that Xbox is on, that. Now, I don't even know if I should bother. You know, I should be playing on my PC, you know, if, if everything day one is coming out for PC as well as the new Xbox. And I don't know how you two gentlemen feel about it, but uh, is the new Xbox Series X going to be day one for either of you two? Uh, no. Um, I probably will not be getting you know, it. You know how long it took me to get a, a, a PS4 and a PS4 Pro, so... You know, I'm not an early adopter of anything, so um, I will probably end up having to wait, and I will probably pick up uh, the the new PS5 before I buy the Xbox, unless the Xbox um, comes out the box with some with some awesome, you know, games or something. Because remember, it for me, and I think it's for most of you, it's the games that sell the console for me. And if you ain't got no games, why am I gonna spend that much money on on a um, on a console, if it, if it ain't got nothing, that this doesn't make any sense to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think for me, I would say I used to be a big uh, proponent of this. Like, why is Xbox even? Why is Microsoft even making consoles? They're putting their games on PC and everything day and date. Um, I was a big proponent of that until I tried to play Max Payne Three, and I keep getting this stupid error. And I can't play a game that I paid for. <laughs> so, you know, PC gaming still has its, its little hiccups and hitches. It is not super ultra simple, as I, in my opinion, as what some people would claim it to be. And am I, am I super techie in, in, in that type of thing? No. But, you know, my research into the error did not yield me a, a resolution to my problem. Ergo, I have a game that I paid for that I cannot play on PC, which is one of the reasons why I continue to be uh, a console preferred gamer. Um, Did did you ask for a Steam refund? If you have not played a game, did you buy directly off of Steam? I bought directly off of Steam, but I did did submit, but when they looked at when I purchased the game and because I didn't boot the game up until almost a year after I bought it. Oh, okay. They denied so your refund request. They denied then. my refund request. Yeah, and and I I got Max Payne three for like you know a dollar fifty, you know. So <laughs> yeah, a Steam sale or something like a Steam sale. So I ain't even mad at them for denying the refund, but the fact still remains that I have a game that I cannot play. And you just don't really, you just don't see that experience on consoles, which is one of the reasons that and physical media uh, is why I'll always be a, a console preferred player. But just like what you said, Des, I mean, the only thing I use my One X for now is for Ninja Gaiden, because I know that I will always have a soft spot even for whack-ass Ninja Gaiden 3 to want to go back and play those games at some point. And, you know, I am I need to see something more than Halo, Forza, and Gears. I, I do. Um, and 
I, I just don't see me going out and buying this console um, day one at, at this point. I mean, yeah, they have a bunch of studios, but those studios are go- for the, it's going to take time to get that that content out. And I'm still not ready to give Xbox the a pass for what happened this gen. I mean, it's not like these guys are new to the console industry. This was not their first time in. You know, this is your third your third run at the race. And if you guys don't understand the importance of a diverse first party exclusive portfolio by this time, you know, I'm, you're going to have to really show and prove with what you do in the future. So I'm well, open they, to it, but day one, nah. I mean, if they continue to do their backwards compatibility with this new console, I know they've been they kind of closed off any future games from being announced, but like say they bring out like, you know, full compatibility with <laughs> Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One games on this thing, you know, with all the cool uh, original Xbox games, you know, I might, might sink, you know, I would consider it for sure. Like if, like, MechWarrior, MechWarrior 2, and, like, all the cool, like, original Xbox games uh, were all playable on this thing, it would make me think. Even but, though yeah, but then then you're spending five or six hundred bucks to play old games. I know. And that's know. like, and that's like, I mean, if, 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 if and again, if uh, listeners, if that's what you want out of this thing, hey, who, who am I to tell you what, what, what you're supposed to look at for out of a, get out of a console? But to me, that's a feature that's, you know, in addition to what I'm getting from the new content. Yeah, that can't be, sure. yeah, that can't be, that can't be the, the main primary selling point. Selling point. Yeah. That it cannot be the primary. So, in my view, you know, you want me to spend another six hundred dollars, five or five hundred dollars, whatever, and your best, your the best selling point I got is Game Pass and physical backwards compatibility with every Xbox game ever made. It's cool, but that's not enough. I I need new content. I need new experiences. I need to. I need everything that we've been critical about Xbox for this gen or what most people have been critical about Xbox this generation. And that just cannot be why you drop 500 bucks or 600 bucks, however much this thing is going to cost. Yeah. Yeah. That's just something to keep in mind, mind you. But right now as it stands for me, not a day one, Uh, I think spending thousand dollars between uh, PS five and Xbox series X is not in the cards for me at least so so we'll have to see uh, all that business but we'll talk more once we get more details about the the system and see what it entails i'm not i'm going to keep my mind open for it you know a bunch of killer games for it hey <laughs> i have spent money on worse i could tell you that right now <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right now one of the games they announced at the show was kind of surprised that there there was this trailer for this game called godfall it's being published by Gearbox software. It's being developed by a company named Counterplay Games, and it's going to be um, released on PC and also on PlayStation 5. It's a first PlayStation 5 exclusive on there. It's the first game to confirm for being released on the PlayStation 5. So uh, the game it didn't really show much as far as the trailer is concerned, but uh, it's going to be a three player looter brawler on there so or looter slasher is what they're calling it so 
So you have like three major primary character classes to select from, which is one of the armor sets, valor plates that are equipped in the game. Um, the game itself, Counterplay Games, they're a 75 person studio from California. Several developers have worked on other games, including Diablo 3 and Destiny 2 on there. And they are developing this uh, uh, for release. Uh, they said that the game's world was inspired by a few different fantasy titles on there. And the gameplay is taking a lot of influence from Monster Hunter of all games on that. So because they have a variety of weapons and combo mechanics in the game. So a lot to see once this game is going to be released late 2020 for PlayStation 5 on there um i want to see more about it myself uh, any thoughts gentlemen uh, i'm curious about it yeah i'm definitely curious about it just i just i mean i got to see a little bit more you know of it i think it i think it's going to be interesting like you you kind of hot me on three-player looter uh, looter brawler that's interesting yeah you're running looter around slasher <laughs> yeah slasher or whatever it's called you know because yeah. uh, that's one thing that i do miss is I miss a really good kind of like like brawler game or 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 why does anyone make a make a monster like a uh, sorry a um like a martial arts game where where you, you and three buddies can run around and just you know kung fu the shit out of people you know like <laughs> and you build your combos you know and you and you and you can share moves between each other like like if you play solo like there's two different elements you play solo you get different moves versus when you play together. So like, so like my gameplay can be different than Kevin's gameplay, which can be different from, from Joe's gameplay, your gameplay, Joe. And then when we play together, you know, we can share moves with each other to take back into our own respective games, you know, to, you to should get... play, you should play river city girls. Then Yeah, I got it. That's one of the games can, that I got. You can do that. You can do yeah. that. It, it, they don't, it's not, uh, actively, demonstrated but you can do that one character can send an enemy to you and then you can catch that enemy and perform your own power move on it yeah uh so yeah there there it you can do that but it's not quote unquote a feature it's mostly something that is kind of like happens on accident i think more yeah. often than not as opposed to something an actual move that you can execute yeah. but yeah, you can you can definitely do that. Yeah, but something I don't know, something like that. I'm kind of I'm kind of in, intrigued by it. Like, okay, what is this gonna look like? So, so again, you know, I I gotta see what the game looks like before I can be like, you hear, yes, let's do this, ah, you know. But again, you know, I gotta see what games you're gonna you're gonna be putting on it, you know. So let's see. Yeah, and just reading more about the game, they're talking about where it's gonna be um, hot. Uh, basically, you could play solo, solo, two-player, or three-player, but uh, they're not making to where you have to queue up. At, like, say, if I'm playing solo and you want to join my game, I'll just throw you an invite, and you should be able to hop in right away where you don't have to, per se, wait for a loading time or anything like that for us to get in the room to be able to go out and go on a run or something like that. So I hope so. <laughs> So, but uh, they are working on it. Uh, they're taking a lot of influence uh, from Monster Hunter, and uh, you know, we'll keep an eye out. They said that they're going to have more gameplay to show spring of uh, 2020, which I'm assuming is probably the same time that uh, the PlayStation 5 is finally announced and revealed, as far as all the uh, details and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. 
So keep an eye out for that. Do you think um, we're gonna? Do you think we're not uh, gonna get it till twenty twenty one or fall, Christmas time twenty twenty? I was looking at an interview right now, and they're working on getting it out day and date on the launch of the system. So that's what what their intention is. No, no, going no I meant I meant for the uh, for the PS five. Do you think we're gonna get that? Uh, during Christmas time in 2020, or do you think we're actually going to get it in 2021? Uh, I think we're getting it in 2020. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be holiday 2020. I'm assuming November, probably. My best estimation. So, cool. I would, so, I would like to see that. Yeah, I can't. I can't see Sony letting Microsoft have the that launch Christmas season all to themselves with a new console out. Be. That'd be that that would be like you know PS3 Xbox 360 all over again. Mm. They don't. I don't think they want to do that. Nope. All right, and then other games that were um, announced at the Game Awards: uh, Bravely Default 2 from Nintendo. On there was announced. Uh, you know, this is kind of interesting because of the fact, and this is they're working with Square Enix, of course, on this. Uh, that. They kind of forgot about Bravely Second. Uh, this is a RPG series that was on the 3DS. First game was uh, pretty much reviewed quite well. The second game, Bravely Second, was kind of gave a little stink eye to that game. So, so but they are working on Bravely Default Three. It's the same team that did Octopath Traveler that was working on it. So a lot of the um, the game will have like. A lot of the same designers as Octopath Traveler, and then Bravely Second didn't have uh, the same teamwork on it as Bravely Default. So, you know, we'll have to see uh, once it finally is released in 2020. But the trailer looked nice, the art style looked great. So, Desmond, is there any sort of excitement for this? Have you had a chance to see this trailer yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't seen the trailer, but I saw what it was about, and I'm not sure. Um, I got really far on Bravely Default, and I got pretty far on the second one. Uh, I just didn't like the endings, so you know. Um, but uh, but I'll I'll look at it. I'll see I'll see what it's about, you know. Um, but yeah, they, they were they were both fun experiences up until the ending. But uh, other than that, it's not bad. Good deal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. But you know, it's like you know games in this series have been in my backlog i haven't really played only messed around with bravely, bravely default not bravely second so it's like something to where um i'm gonna try to be disciplined enough not to buy it on launch but we'll see i'm gonna see what happens if this get enough buzz if it's something i'm gonna play right away i'll see about picking it up on there i know kevin was gonna ask you about because i know you're not a fan of turn-based rpgs so no yeah so it'll probably be a because I, I I thought about checking out the bravery, uh, default or was it brave bravery you know, the bravery games on 3ds? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's very few outliers that really impress me with that particular battle system. So it's it's more than likely probably going to be a pass. Gotcha. All right, and then another game that got announced. The trailer was kind of I would say. Not the best way to introduce the, this game. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance was announced on there. So I don't know why this. Pretty much, if you watch the trailer, it's, it seems like they put it like a GoPro on top of each character on there and had them go <laughs> wild on there. Um, I don't think that's how the game's going to look. I think they just did it as a kind of cinematic 
way to introduce the game on there. Uh, but this is going to be a four-player co-op action RPG. It's for PC and consoles. It's going to be released fall of 2020 on there. Um, it has a character, and I'm not big into D&D, but it has a rogue called uh, Dritz. Duruden on there. I guess this is a character that was started back in 1988 as a particular dark elf uh, in a lot of the uh, D&D novels on there. Uh, this is going to be based out of the um, Neverwinter Nights universe. I am there. super so. stoked for this game. Like, I am a fan. Um, I want to play it. I never played those games. Uh, I guess, like you said, they were a sequel or a pseudo um, successor to uh, Dark Alliance, and yeah. I am down. Um, I really hope that you can make your own characters, and you're not playing the stock characters like Driz and the other characters from uh, from that storyline. Yeah, but, but um, but yeah, I'm down for it. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, they had a quote from the um, because this is being developed by a Canadian team called the. Uh, T-U-Q-U-E, but yep. he uh, stated that I feel there's a great need for games that offer the local co-op aspect, that couch co-op. Uh, this is one of the things that was really cool about the original Dark Alliance games. They introduced a lot of people to Dungeons & Dragons. The co-op aspect was part of the reason why those games were successful yep. on there. So they're talking about that, and uh, they're working on getting this out i guess the uh, company that did release this previously worked on a game that both me and you like desmond and they worked on lifelock yeah so uh that, so. that's the thing i guess they were and i guess they were also purchased by uh hasbro or uh or wizards of the coast or s- someone uh please correct me if i'm wrong in the in the in the chat or shoot us uh information but they were they were um bought by i think it's hasbro and and they're the ones who put out the D and D stuff. Um, yeah, they're they're bought by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of Coast. So. so yeah, there you go. So it's like like this this is a company that's dedicated to it. So I was yeah. very like like I was very like let's do this, let's get it, let's get it. So I'm excited. Yeah, I know they said in the article too that you are playing. Um, Four different characters from the D and D series. I know it's Dritz, uh, Ruindor, Caterbri, Kater, or Wolfgar. Does uh, that any... that's the, so one is the dwarf. There's a barbarian, and there's a an elf, like a gotcha. wood elf or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess the, they're taking some uh, points from uh, R. A. Salvatore's books. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, that's there, where the books so. came from. That's where all those characters yeah. came from. Were from his book. So that's why I was part of me was hoping that it would be um, it'll probably be a new uh, a new story within that yeah. within that that world or within that 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 book those books. But I was just hoping that we could like I'm always more of a fan of of pretty own feel, character. Yeah, yeah. Well, I th- I just think I'm just a fan of like you know make your own character because it becomes this sort of like um, there's more. Um, uh, buy-in when it's your character that you're that you're making instead of playing a character um that is given to you and I and I get it you know it's much easier to just model a character and have you play that character than actually you know 
creating sliders and making your own character and stuff like that, you know, so I get it, you know, I get it, but personally, I would just like to, you know, you know, make my own character. That's kind of one of the reasons why I didn't really like the Naruto games, you know, because they were all yeah. just, you're just playing Naruto, and I was like, okay, so, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm correcting myself, too. I did see that uh, it's based basically in the Icewind Dale trilogy yep. as far as this game, so... Mm-hmm. So I think I mentioned previously that like, it was out of Neverwinter Nights and there's a nope. <laughs> That's not correct. So, but uh, we'll see. I'm definitely going to be a day one for me at least. I know these hold are. On. Hold on, it's um, not. I thought it was. Oh, I guess I was wrong too. Oh well, you learn something new every day, folks. Yeah, I know they talked about the. I guess Dark Alliance was an original story taken after the Crystal Shard. Yeah. I think there. that's what it was. And uh, they said uh, that uh, they're going to have this time frame takes place quite a few years before the current events happening in the books right now. So we're going back in time. It's a little bit after the events of the Crystal Shard as far as the um, timeline of this particular game within the uh, D&D universe. So. Cool. I'm down. Let's do this. I don't know if there's any thought of this, Kevin, for you or not. but uh, uh, Depends on the combat. And the systems employed, I, I have no, I have no backstory or history with D and D proper. So everything, it's all going to have to come down to the systems and the mechanics and the combos and all that, you know, all that brawler stuff that I get so so uh, uh, elitist about <laughs> when it comes to games like this. So that's what it's going to boil down for me. Yeah, it's basically more of an action game than an RPG. So on there and then you are building your own characters in this game as well so yeah and then obviously you could unlock new combat moves and upgrade them on there so they develop what's called kits that are based around their skills the kit scope are more limited they can confer special abilities that you use contextually to deal with the challenges thrown at you on there so and um they're going to use a third person presentation they're not going to use a top-down isometric perspective in the game so so it is going to be a third-person game. Yeah, because so. that's how it was in the originals. Yeah, the originals kind of played like a, like a um, Diablo-like game. Overhead, yeah, isometric mm-hmm. overhead, yeah. So, kind of like a sidebar. Did you, have you guys seen that Grand Blue Fran- Grand Blue Fantasy RPG that's that they're working on? I did. Yes, I, I man, mean, does that look does that look hype or what? Yeah, I was I, when I saw it, I, I I immediately thought of you, Kevin. I was like, hmm, this is it's actually not that bad, you know? Yeah, I was, you know, I was I was kind of because I know they're they're doing a fighting game, and I think they're they might be doing. Well, I think they it comes from mobile, if I'm not mistaken. So they got it's, mobile games based off of that. Uh, the initial mobile game came out in 2014, so it's been available that long. In Japan, and in fact, they have an English version, but you have to do a hack to be able to play it on uh, uh, US, uh, Android, and uh, iOS devices on there. So they never ever released the game officially for US audiences. I always thought it was just so, a fighting so. game. No, no, no. It's a, it's a mobile RPG. In fact, a lot of the producers and artists that worked on the game are quite noted in other Square Enix and other uh, RPGs in Japan on there. So like uh, Umatsu, the noted Final Fantasy composer, did all the music for the game. So, I mean, there's 
you know, they're working from that point to be able to develop other games in the series. And so one thing, Kev, I don't know if you know this, but the RPG that they've been developing uh, for console um, was initially in the hands of Platinum. And Platinum actually yeah. walked walked away from the project, and yeah. they're continuing to... It's Cybercommit, isn't it? No, nah, Games. Sci Games? So oh, Sci Games. Yeah, yeah, so... That's the company that brought the mobile game out. And so they are um, working on the game in-house to be able to get that out, at least for consoles. And I'm not sure, you know, it's been kind of in development hell for a little bit, whether it's going to, you know, go out for current-gen consoles and maybe shoot for uh, next-gen, possibly, on that. But the fighting game looks dope, too, and that's an Arc System Works joint. So, Yeah, that that, uh, that RPG was, was kind of kind of give give gives you like uh like monster hunter ish uh vibe to it which was uh look pretty sick uh, i definitely liked the, the like the 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 focus on combat uh in that at least in what what uh i didn't see a tra- it wasn't a trailer it was more like a gameplay uh I don't know if it was a stream or what it was, but it was just like they were fighting some giant red and red and blue dragon of some sort. And it, it, it looked really, really good. It looked really good. So I'm definitely kind of, kind of, in, definitely more, well, more than interested in it. I just, <laughs> we definitely want to find out more about that. But anyway, sorry for, for derailing the. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're all about the going off the cuff. Yeah, this is the action RPG. It's Grand Blue, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Relink. On there is, is the name. I knew of there the was a subtitle. I just couldn't remember what the word was. Yeah, and then the fighting game is coming out uh, next year, and that's uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Versus, yeah. That's coming out from XC on there. That game looks pretty damn cool. I had a chance to at least see a little bit of Evo uh, this last time, but uh, it's going to be definitely a... Uh, arc system works joint on there is that day one for you kev you know i don't know um particularly with 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 guilty gear coming on come uh i don't i don't know when guilty gear and that game's uh release windows or dates are but there was something about the combat in that grand blue one that was just a little too yeah i can't even put my i can't even put my finger on it It, it, it's it's I don't know. I'm, I'd have to. It, it would probably be something I would just buy just to just so I can dot, delve into it on my own. Gotcha. Uh, and make a decision from that point on. But from what I've seen, there's just something about the combat. I mean, everything about the game looks is looks on point. But there's just something about that combat and how your special moves seem to be executed that just kind of bothers me. But I can't put my finger on it because I haven't played it yet. So. Well, that'll. Uh, that will be out in February, so it's already day and date. Guilty Gear doesn't even have a date yet, so okay. that's going to give you an idea as far as release windows and whatnot. So, uh, getting back to the Game Awards, though, they did show a new trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps on there, so definitely looking forward to that. That is going to be out for Xbox One, X, and for PC, part of Game Pass, of course. So that will be available on March 11, 2020. They did push back the release date one month, but I don't think anyone's really too bothered by it, you know. Uh, they did announce a collector's edition for the game, too, with a steelbook, which I am not buying. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> we'll see. Is that uh, going to come with a physical copy of the game? Uh, as far as the uh, collector's edition or the, the actual edition? Yeah. 
I think so. I think so. I'm going to look right now. I might actually, uh, I'll, if, if there is a physical uh, edition of that, I'll probably buy it. It's going to be physical, yeah. It's going to be available standard and also, uh, I believe, with the collector's edition. Let's take a look. Sorry for the delay, but uh, you, you know, find something out about to, these standard yeah. editions are not. <laughs> yeah, it's available for pre-order at Best Buy. So if you take a look, it's fifty bucks for the collector's edition. It's a nice box, of course, <laughs> and it includes steelbook, uh, game disc, a piano collections music CD, premium packaging, an art book. And an original soundtrack MP3 download as well. So, yeah, so. I'll probably buy that. I'll probably get that collector's edition then. I actually have the physical version for the previous game, so it might be something I'll take a look at too. Even though I'm getting it day and date on Games Pass, but you know, <laughs> it's actually cool to you know be able to act, actually have something physical per se. So, yeah, the first guys? story, the first story is pretty good. It's hard as nails though. Yeah. I never played it. I have it for um X. Uh, yeah, I have it on Xbox, but I've never played it. So, I mean, I'm not against it. Um, I know it looks great, and and what I've seen of the trailers looks pretty good. So, and if you do wait, you'll eventually hit uh, Switch in my estimation too. So, I mean, the first game's available on Switch. So, so they did happen to bring it out uh, for Nintendo Switch. On there, and I'm assuming the second game's probably going to hit Switch at some point. It was released on Nintendo Switch, the first game where we in the Blind Forest, uh, late September of this year on there. So, but if you happen to have the X, it's going to be in 4K. Um, you know, all that wonderful eye-popping goodness on that. So, something to look forward to. Worth buying the Series X for. I'm assuming so. If it plays all backwards compatibility games as well, but it is going to be 4K 60 frames a second on your Xbox One X. So if you have no no console. No, no, no. So you see the confusion already? (laughs) (laughs) Got my Series X, folks. What? I have a Series X? No, I have an Xbox One X. So, (laughs) all right. Uh, another game that got announced, and I added this to the outline just for a certain someone in our podcast, is um, they did announce a game from uh, Cryptic Games called Magic Legends on there. Uh, this is being developed by the same developers that have worked on Neverwinter. Uh, this is an MMO RPG uh, in the Magic the Universe world on there. So uh, they. I wonder who uh, this have... is for. I don't know. Do you play Magic Kev? I don't think so. <laughs> so oh. Wow. Okay, but yeah, they are coming out with a full brunt um, MMORPG action RPG on there, and it's going to be out for Xbox One, PS4, and also on PC. Uh, you can sign up for the beta right now uh, if you do look online on there. Um, as far as news about the game, um, they said that um, players will be able to choose the plane of existence they start out on, and how one wishes to play with the other planeswalkers, uh, meaning this means that player characters or NPCs remains to be seen. A player can choose to have one or two companions besides them on there. So, but we'll have to see once this game uh, is coming out in 2020, 
on there as far as uh, going through the multiverse and to be able to go ahead and select your class and kind of you know work from there you should be able to go and switch between all five character classes as you play on there so talking about what the game is going to kind of entail on this so so i don't know if you had a chance to watch this yet desmond or if you're <laughs> that's funny yes I, i've already watched it a couple of times uh gotcha. yes and i've signed up for the beta i will be playing it um it looks like it's going to be fantastic so i cannot um wait <laughs> well i mean out of the three of us i mean you're more versed in magic than any of us so i mean does it point that i mean i enjoy neverwinter for what i played but you know obviously it's a point that uh you know this is this hitting all the bells and whistles for you as a magic fan uh yeah good deal i will definitely be playing it it will definitely be awesome and i will <laughs> definitely be like yay <laughs> Well, any of listeners out there, if you're into Magic the Gathering, you let Desmond know because you know we <laughs> want to get a, a not group anyone together. Else, to... Just me, because they don't care. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say, Joe? No, not at all. Not at all. I okay, actually dude. signed up for the beta, and I don't mind because I'm willing to approach it as a Magic noob. The only cards I know is like you know from like 1996 and like you know Sarah Angel and Cinder Crawlers and all this other stuff, just from friends, you know, kind um, of things. Yeah, and Shivan Dragons and shit. So. Shivan Dragons, yes, good old Shivan Dragon. <laughs> all, all the classics. So, <laughs> but elsewhere in the Game Awards, they had a nice long trailer for the Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, PS4's you know Last Hurrah has a summer 2020 date on there uh the trailer looked quite awesome you know it's not the second coming on a mushu that i wanted but hey capcom needs to come up with that business at a later point in time but uh impressed uh sucker punch has always been a, a team i enjoyed you know between the infamous series and now this um and also sly cooper of course on here so um i'm excited for it i kind of wish they announced some sort of collector's edition for this bad boy but uh what's your guys' thoughts i mean i'm super excited for the game so yeah it's a day one for me you know you give me a katana and just about anything and i'm there (laughs) uh so it just an absolutely gorgeous looking game um then I, I just can't wait to, to get into the combat. The one thing I, I did uh, find out, I guess they did some further exposition on the game. There's not going to be any indicators telling you where to go. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. You're, wow, yeah, I you're just, you're just, it's your job to explore. I'm, I, I'm guessing they're, they're going to set the table in a general way and then just turn you loose on the world, which sounds really exciting really exciting here's a quote from art director jason connell on here uh he says that the game is a stealth action game with the goal of championing player choice in a much bigger way it says we want we really want you to have that choice of hey that cool bamboo forest is over there where i really want to check it out i want to head in that direction to see what it is there's no waypoint there's nothing that says go here and look at this bamboo forest Hopefully we're presenting something that's beautiful and exotic that's different from the current place that you might be in, and that will come at a world choice. It's your adventure choice. So that's his quote about the game. 
on that. So, and to me, that's cool because, you know, I think back in the day, like, especially being placed in an open world of some sort, you know, uh, that I always like exploring and just doing my own thing, creating my own gameplay. I don't have to have a damn HUD tell me, oh, go here to this X, you know, something like that. So, yeah, I think it's a, a good in a way, and it's definitely going to be a day one for me. Day one meaning I will actually buy it and play it day one. So. Oh, yeah. Any thoughts on this, Des? I don't know if it's something that's up yeah, your alley. Yeah, it looks great. Um, again, I want to see what the combat looks like because I, um, I'm good at combat. Like, I'm not bad at it, but at the same time, uh, <laughs> I might need a little bit of a little bit of help, you know. So, um, so I'm just hoping that it's going to be, you know, user friendly. I guess is the is the is the term that I would like to put on that because I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you know, especially with other games that Sony's published for PS4, that they'll work on scaling the difficulty level if need be on there, so that you know players of all skill types go in and do what they want to do. I don't, you know, the thing with no HUD, I don't know if that discourages you, but if the gameplay loop is, uh, you know, easy enough, it's not like it's going to be a Sekiro type of combat or uh, type of game. It's, I think it's more going to be a, a, hopefully it will have enough, um, you know, uh, be complicated enough and or, you know, skilled enough for, you know, skilled players like someone like you, Kev, uh, at the same time, maybe, be able to scale it down you know kind of like how jedi fallen order kind of works for uh, people with their scalable difficulty level so i'm sure it'll be something like that yeah Yeah. as as long as they as long as whatever the score the 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 core difficulty is and they build off of that because i mean i haven't played fallen order i'm i've been debating about picking it up uh, since it looks like uh, a dismemberment mod for PC is becoming more and more unlikely. <laughs> uh, the the problem that I'm hearing from folks say is that when you start playing it on the higher difficulty levels, because the combat is not as exact as Sekiro, because it was not designed to be that way from the get, it throws everything off. So you're getting... Like when you're when you're fighting a group of enemies, you're getting if you miss something here, you get popped into the next one and popped into the next one, and then you're dead. And I, it, when you, I mean, because I mean, Sekiro, and I guess the, uh, the the Souls style games in general, but speaking from Sekiro in particular, at least for me, because it's such it's so action oriented and. Uh, like beat them up oriented. If you're going to if you're going to make the game a challenge from the get go, you've got to have those those attack windows, those frames on point, and you can't just start off with something that is casual friendly, and then scale it up to difficult and expect you know th- those expect those things to be to to still work. They, basically, what they're saying is that EA did not tweak the difficulty enough so that the response time is is adequate for for it to be at that level. You no, know, they say, well, it'll be like you know, it's like Sekiro. They're saying, no, it's not. And I'm hearing that from 
from multiple people uh, who played the game. So it all depends on how it's uh, on, on how the game's original design is to be. If they want, if it's designed to be casual friendly or be of a moderate challenge or or something like that, and that's fine. But when you start wanting to crank the difficulty up, I'm going to need I I need those precise those precise windows to be accurate because if they're not, it just throws the whole game off when you start going into those higher difficulty settings. So in my book, it all depends on how they, how the game is originally supposed to be. And based on what I've seen, it's supposed to be like a stealth action game. So uh, direct combat is probably something you're going to want to do at specific points. And you're going to, if you're infiltrating a base, you don't want to, you may not necessarily want to walk through the front gate. I mean, it would be dope if they let you do that. And you're just like, cause I, I, I'm like Han Solo. I prefer a straight up fight to all that sneaking around. Uh, but you've got to give me the tools in which to do that effectively. So, and, and considering that this is sucker punch, I, I have, I don't have too much uh, concern about that. So I think they'll scale yeah. it if they'll scale it properly. Good deal. Yeah. All right, and then the last game that kind of caught my eye, there were other games announced, including like a game called Nine to Five that just brought me images of Dolly Parton and Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. So, yep. you know, <laughs> a way to uh, make a living. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, I know that other people are excited for Nine to Five, but I did not mention it because it is a tactical first-person shooter, kind of like uh, Rainbow Six. But the last game that was announced at Game Awards that kind of caught my eye was a game called Narika Blade Point on there. So a very stylish trailer, uh, ninja action with uh, some like grappling hooks going on, a lot of uh, traversal if need be. Game looks gorgeous on there so get a chance to check it out it's coming out just for pc it's being developed by a uh, developer called 24 entertainment and the publisher is NetEase games they're both uh, chinese uh, based developers on there so and it's a multiplayer combat game meaning that it's going to be a multiplayer game according to them um, their goal is to ensure that every player feels every attack and that they feel encouraged to utilize everything in their skill set and armory to obtain victory. Uh, they and said that the game's going to feature a deep combat system and uh, be also visually stunning. You know, <laughs> these points, obviously, I mean, we'll see when it comes down to the mechanics and everything of the game, but it is PC only at the moment on there. So, uh, but uh, they want to add the new experience to melee combat and make world exploration something players want to do. So uh, they showed a lot of like back and forth uh, as far as, uh, you know, traversing the world using grappling hooks and um, we'll have to see as far as uh, what happens with this game. But it definitely looks interesting on there. So, um, and according to the bullet points, they said that the, uh, you know, climb, hang, grapple. There's nothing to stop you. No place you can't reach. Engage your enemy. Stealth or assassination. Challenge or duel. You'll do whatever it takes to survive. On there, they have unique uh, block and parry mechanics. There's no defense or block button between life and death. The thrill against blades and edges. The heartbeat. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great English translation here. It's all about the timing in cap capital letters and then stunning eastern art style poetic yet violent mysterious 
but enchanting. A forsaken eastern realm unfolds. So, so uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say to that. Tr- I don't know either, but yeah, I'm like, you know, okay. it, it definitely, <laughs> sure. definitely looks cool. Yeah, it just depends. You know, if you're doing with mouse and keyboard, I don't know about that business. But if it's with the <laughs> controller. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to it. I threw it in my Steam wish list. I mean, it's coming out in 2020. Uh, hopefully, if it's a, since it's a multiplayer game, that they'll throw up a beta of some sort. Is this something, Kev, that you're going to fire up your uh, personal computer to see if you could play this bad boy or not? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think it all depends on how the com- a the combat. Uh, and I I ain't trying to use no mouse and keyboard. Particularly on a on a on a on a brawler, that's just not going to happen. Um, so it would depend on the on the systems. It would have to depend on how you interact with the online world, because that's what really turned me off to um, what is that Black Desert Online? Yeah, yeah. I too. just didn't. Mm-mm. I just did not like how you interacted nope. online with because you were just mm-hmm. you were just subject to all 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 the bullshit. Pardon my language. Uh, that a massively multiplayer game gives you without a filter. And so I'm like, yeah, I don't need that in my life. So um, probably not because, or unless there is like an, like a robust solo campaign or I can play the game solo and offline if I want to, uh, but then if I can do that, then those those combat systems are really going to have to be on point. Yeah, uh, from what at least the Steam page is saying about the game, it is uh, PvP, so there will be PvP in the game. So Yeah, yeah that, most likely I'll, that's a pass for me. I just don't want to deal with the, deal with the nonsense. I'll have to see. I'm kind of super curious. I'm taking a look right now. I'm about to see if there's a... Um, gamepad support on there so but they'll uh, we'll have to see uh, i think someone posted a developer posted in the steam forum said i can ensure you yes so there is going to be controller support for this game so okay so let me take a look at that but that's all everything that i thought was interesting from the game awards on that now i do have a few other just other tidbits to kind of cover and then we'll kind of um transition to our playlist on here so let me bring these up real quick uh first news story of interest for me and hopefully to you guys as well and the listeners is that a um, beta for fantasy star online 2 is now open for xbox one users on there so so what you have to do to get into this beta this beta is coming out the beginning of 2020 on there it's going to be exclusive for xbox one at the moment on there so you will have to have an xbox one console but you have to go in and install what's called an xbox insiders hub either on your playstation not on your playstation on your xbox one or on your windows pc tell us how you really feel there <laughs> oh i wish i wish uh once you install the app all you need to do is launch it and go to the insider content then from there and then you have to do is join and you're going to be signed up on there so so if you happen to you know use this particular insider sub then you could get like you know exclusive uh you know uh 
firmware updates where you could test out firmware updates on your Xbox One and then see any new features that might be added per se as well. So there is other legitimate reasons to uh, put yourself in here. Or if you want to, you know, get into the like open beta to test out like new patches for Sea of Thieves or other service games from Xbox. If that's up your alley, definitely go for it. So, but uh, Fantasy Star Online's Western release is still set in the spring 2020 window on that. So, so I'm super excited. I know I tried to get you guys into this. I don't know whether you're going to sign up for it or not. Oh, well, I am. But uh, yeah, I just, I'll, I check it, I'll check it out. Yeah, I thought you had to do it through a website. I didn't know you had to go. Through, you did it through a console, which is yeah. a little bit more convenient. It's just annoying. Oh. It's just annoying because you have to. You have to do and download that thing and uh, so yeah, xbox insider hub yeah you have to download the app and it's either on windows 10 or available on your xbox so oh it's not like something like a feature on the ui itself that you do it through you have to actually no. download the app. you have to yeah you have to install the expire xbox insiders hub oh. on there so it's either that you'll have to do that on xbox you have to look for an app for the insider hub and then install that and then from there obviously you'll be signed on and then you go and sign up for not only the pso2 beta but for other um available betas as well so it's just a lot of steps is all yeah not too too much on my windows 10 pc it literally took me like just a minute to go and do what i need that's a minute i'll never get back <laughs> oh no <laughs> All hey, right, then. What's wrong with John? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, um, Sony uh, just announced something last week that I thought was very interesting. Uh, they have a, a new attachment for the DualShock 4. It's called the Back Button Attachment. So it's going to release in January. It's going to be retailing for $29.99. What it does, it adds two buttons on the back of your controller, and it lets you map various inputs from your DualShock 4 to these added buttons on there. You can switch between uh, three different profiles on there, and it comes with a small little OLED screen on there to show what button is assigned to the particular back buttons, if need be so. And it looks very interesting. It kind of adds these uh, features that um, more full-featured, pricier um, controllers like the Astro C40, and then for Xbox, of course, the Elite 2 controller with the back paddle. So this adds a couple of back buttons to be able to add to your DualShock 4. And I think it's a pretty ingenious idea to throw this thing, add it to the bottom. It kind of plugs in where your headphone jack is, mm. and it adds that. And obviously, there's a headphone jack on the bottom of it, so you could still listen at headphones uh, through your DualShock 4 if you want to go and do that. But uh, yeah, Kev, I know you were commenting once this got announced. Uh, any interest in this bad boy? Yeah, I do. And, and just from because I don't really play shooters all that much, so I really don't. I honestly, if I really had to sit down and think about it, I really don't have a legitimate reason to get this. But just having the ability to uh, a feature that's typically reserved for these overpriced elite controllers. I think that's an ingenious idea um, and also kind of like a um, it would be kind of I don't, I don't know how well a Sony released pro controller would be at the end of this generation. 
but coming out with something like this and kind of just if not you know not completely filling that void but at least giving you some functionality for for what uh, uh, less than three times what a, 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 a pro controller is going to cost you these days. I'm sorry, I I am I am paying I am paying I, I you know I I am paying two hundred dollars for no for no pad. Now this is the same guy who will drop two two bills on a on a on an arcade stick, but so maybe I'm a total hypocrite. You know I totally accept that criticism. But I'm sorry, I'm not paying 200 bucks for a pad. I, I'm I just don't see the reason to do that. And you know, again, if maybe if I was Captain Call of Duty and and playing those <laughs> wow. FPSs all day, then I then okay, I can justify that kind of spending that kind of money. But I'm not. So reach this something like this is. <laughs> is more in line with with what i see even what i would what i would want that for even though even at 30 bucks i don't i don't i i, I don't have a, a legitimate reason but the fact that you know hey seven times less than seven times the cost of a pro controller yeah i'll, I'll accept that i'm interested in even myself i own an astro six SC40. I actually paid $200 for the controller, and I don't think anything like, why did I pay this much for this controller? It's a damn fine controller. The back buttons I usually use when I'm playing like a game like Borderlands or Destiny, I use it to assign things like crouching or sliding, if need be, on there to the back buttons, and uh, I'm still like the fact, I, I like having the fact of having back buttons. Yeah. yeah. Like and by the way, I'm not trying to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to make anything. Like I'm putting people down that spend that money. Oh, on, I you know. know. Or be it for me to tell anybody how to spend their money. I'm just saying that for me, I just. I just cannot spend two hundred dollars on a pad. Oh, it, I understand. It's just craziness. I know. It's crazy, but you know, I know. You, give, used... you give me an arcade stick with a with a headphone jack, and I'll drop two bills on that. So you know. <laughs> How how you know how how uh, how much of a hypocrite am I? You know. <laughs> so, oh, I know you're not really a six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, probably. But uh, you, you do what is you, especially spending two hundred bucks. I mean, I could totally understand. I mean, I could probably look at other things, like you know, I do have an arcade stick, but I don't need multiple. I could tell you that right now. Yeah, well, so, I, I have multiple, so yeah, so I'm I'm in no position to criticize anybody's gaming gaming controller spending habit so <laughs> uh, i'll definitely let you guys know once i do get this thing how well it is and as far as how it compares so that way you can make some sort of a purchasing decision on your own you know as far as you listeners out there at least i don't know if desmond if this is something up your alley if you even care about having some back buttons on your dual shock or not no gotcha okay all right and then the last news story i want to bring up and kind of conclude our news section is about a game that me and desmond are interested in coming up in january a journey to the savage planets developer typhoon studios was purchased by google last week so so they've been working on their first game journey to the savage planet it's going to be releasing on january 28th for ps4 xbox and pc but um, google has purchased them on there so and we'll have to see as far as, um, you know, the Journey to the Savage Planet comes out for Stadia. You know, I'm assuming it will do so. 
on there. So, but uh, we'll see if other uh, games, if it does warrant, you know, multiple games coming out in this series, whether it's going to just be on Stadia or how they're going to proceed. But yeah, Google has swallowed this Typhoon Studios whole on there. So hopefully that doesn't affect finishing up Journey to, to the Savage Planet and getting that game out. But I'm looking forward to that game quite much on there. But any thoughts, Desmond, about them getting uh, acquired by Google? No. I mean, again, I think Google really wants to get into the market, and I think that they would be um, more more interested in trying to do something, you know, I mean, at least putting out a good product because this is their first one that they're doing. Yeah. So, um, and that game was pretty much already done, so I can't imagine it being super crazy. Uh, yeah. The only thing is, I imagine that we'll be able to get it at a really good discount on 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 a on uh, on like uh, one of those what, on, online, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like what is the distribution going to look like? That like we'll be able to pick that up in big box stores too, or or what do you think? Uh, no, it's it's coming out. I mean, I got pre-ordered at GameStop. The Five Hundred Five Games is publishing that game, so they're not. Even though they got bought up by uh, the development studio, got bought up by Google Typhoon Studios, that uh, 505 is still going to make sure this game gets out and is everywhere and yeah. for you know, your retail pleasure and or you know be able to get this game promoted on there. So we'll talk more about this game once it does come out late uh, January, early February, once it gets released. Yeah, so I'm going to see what's going to happen. Like if this is set the precedent, because you know I guess Amazon's trying to get into it too, so. Yeah. So I'm just kind of wondering yeah. what you know what it's gonna. What, well, what... we'll see what Amazon comes up. I know they've been rumored to get a streaming uh, service, kind of like Stadia, up and running. I know uh, Game Awards they did announce an MMO called The New World that will be out. I don't yeah. know if you're interested in that at all. I mean, that, I, that's, that's... I thought we were gonna talk about that, but we didn't. So it was fine. Like I think it's gonna be interesting. You know. I thought about uh, talking about, it, but we could talk about it now if need that's be. I fine. mean, I'm. I'm kind of interested in it, but at the same time, I know it's PC only right now, so we'll have to see, you know, whether their uh, streaming platform will be the only console version to play, per se. So, But that concludes our news for this episode, our chunky news section. So, yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for presenting all that information to our listeners. So we're going to transition into our playlist. So, Des, why don't you kick things off and let folks know what's been uh, in your gaming rotation. So, what's been in my gaming ro- rotation actually right now is uh, basically now that finals are over, um, I can actually start playing again. Um, but some of the games that I have been playing with Jedi Fallen Order, I really enjoy the game. I think it uh, really adds to the um, to the lore of, 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 Star, of Star Wars. And I really am enjoying the gameplay. It's just difficult enough uh, where it can kind of pull your hair out, but not diffi- but not so difficult that you're just kind of like, you know, f this game. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I so I'm enjoying it. Um, there are a couple of things that I wish that they would have, you know. I hate to use the term realistic because it's a video game, but if 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 you have an established and it's Star Wars, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, but but if you have I saw a meme where someone posted this. I think I might have mentioned it on the last on the last show too. But one thing that I still can't get over is the fact that it's already been established that lightsabers cut through doors. So if you if you come up to a locked door 
cut that bitch open. Like, I don't understand, you know, <laughs> why I can't just use my lightsaber to cut open a door. I don't get it. It's mm. just so like, so, so, so there, there are these artificial, like, you know, oh, you can't go this way. Um, you have to come around the other way because to create a shortcut, quote unquote, because because it's basically the layout of all these of all the of all the places as you go are kind of circular. So it's like it's like um uh um what is it um Dark Souls where where it's just one large level and you're kind of going a certain way and then you find a way to to like backtrack easier. So when you have to come back. You know, you you don't have to go through all that transverse, all that stuff again. That's kind of what's happening with this. And I'm like, like, I get that. That's a really cool, like, thing to do in order to uh, make your levels longer. But at the same time, please just just do it better. Like, like if you're if, if your main point is that, you know, oh, my God, I cannot open up this door because it is locked from the other side. Use your lightsaber. I don't know. Just, just little little nitpicks like that. This is kind of like because it's already been established <laughs> that they do. So just like, why is this a problem? And then there's there was a meme that kind of brought that up too that I, that I thought was kind of funny. Um, so that's the one the main game that I've been playing. And the other couple of games I've been playing is um, which is really great is uh, I got this this you know PS4 Pro and Joe kind of hooked me up with the uh, he 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 helped install or he installed my um my SSD and then I'm using the other one as a as a external hard drive. So I've just been downloading games like crazy from my library because I don't always have to like I when you had a smaller um hard drive you had to be very selective about what you're about what you're what you're putting on it because you can't put everything on. Now I kinda can. So I've been just like bouncing from game to game to game, you know, just exploring and loving this game and then and then PSN is having a sale right now. So I've been yeah. playing. So I've been playing. So I. Uh, so I've been. Uh, what was that, Joe? I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." Just like the Kool Aid yeah. Man over here. What was the, the much? <laughs> so I'm just. So I, I'm just buying a whole bunch of like games that I ain't ever like. I bought Risen Three, you know, for like three dollars. I bought like Vikings again. Uh, I bought. Oh, cool. Yeah, I bought a whole bunch of like just just little games and i'm really into like the steam world uh th- those games they're really fun so i've been so i downloaded like steam world dig steam world dig 2 steam world heist i'm playing steam world a hand of gilgamesh on my on my um switch so those are the games i've been playing and then and then joe kind of um accused me of 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 splitting or changing my loyalties from PS4 to the Nintendo Switch because I bought a light uh, for on Black Friday. I bought a Nintendo uh, Switch light, and I have to tell you, I am loving it. I love taking that on the go. Like I'm like DS 3DS what 3DS who you know <laughs> who this? I'm Wrong not number. I'm not hating on you. You could play whatever you want to play. Mm-hmm. I, but anyway, I ain't hating on I, you, boo. <laughs> don't do that so, so i've been playing a lot of games on my uh on my switch on my on my switch Lite. i've been playing pokemon i've been playing gilgamesh i've been playing river city girls the game is awesome uh you were right jeff okay. i'm playing that i got hollow knight i'm just i'm just really exploring those games on 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 and, I'm, and it's great taking it on the go it just fits so much better in my hands than the than than the portable version of of the normal switch. So, so I, I have just been, that's, that's my saving grace when doing all of these, um, 
like doing uh, studying for all these finals and going to school and stuff like that. It's like when I'm on the bus because I ride public transit a lot because it's easier in San Francisco. Uh, it's just so much easier to like pop out my 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 light, play a couple of levels, you know, turn it off, put it back, and the charge is fairly decent on it. So yeah, it's it's those are the games that I've been playing, and then now that I have more time to um to commit. You know, I'm probably going to uh, start playing some more um, uh, multiplayer games. Like I got, um, I got Borderlands Three. Um, I got that because I guess uh, Redbox is blowing out all their games because they're stopping their uh, their game rental service. So, which yeah. is wow, you know. Um, so I got that. I got Borderlands Three for like less than twenty dollars. So it was yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll pick it up. So. It might be something for you, Kev. I don't know if you're going to play Borderlands 3 or not. but uh, I'm not a Borderlands guy. I'm just not. Oh, I know, I know. We still <laughs> got to play Division 2 that I bought you, so it's like Ooh. blackmailed you. So like, Here we, you go. We do. We do. Yeah, yeah we, do. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, Come on. Uh, I don't remember J. that. J. Crew hoodies, man. J. Crew hoodies. Come on. I don't I, I don't remember that. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> earlier, Kev, he was talking to me. He's like, we've really got to really play. Uh, Division two with Kevin, like we really got it, and I'm looking at him like, mm? <laughs> I mean, if we gotta, <laughs> well, it only it's it only for your pleasure, mind you, it's not, wow. not a requirement. That's wow. even worse. <laughs> for your pleasure, buddy. So, but that's all I've been playing. Uh, Kev, what are you been playing, dude? Oh man, um, I've been playing a few things. Number one, I've been well. First on the list, I've been playing Grid. Which the the more I play that game, the more I like it. Um, in comparison to Grid One and Two, it's it's bare bones from the fact that there's not a really a story. Because like in Grid One and Grid Two, you're wake, working your way up through the grid rankings and world traveling, getting sponsors, opening up sponsors, which as your wins and you stack. Uh, liveries or liveries, however you pronounce that word, onto your car, you generated more money. All that stuff is gone. I mean, you can still do liveries, but it has no effect on how much money you earn or anything like that. Um, but the core of what grid is as being that straight down the middle, but well, not even straight down the middle, kind of leaning a little bit toward arcade arcade racing, but not all the way. Uh, that, that this gameplay is fantastic. It is fantastic. The only thing that my only criticism that I would have is that on the medium on on like standard medium difficulty level, I think it rubber bands a little bit too much, but other than that, you know, hey, you know, if you're on a track where you're having difficulty making progress, just dumb it down to easy and, you know, get to the track and, and move on. You can crank it back up to regular or whatever you want to play at it. So I'm, I have no I have no issue with that. Uh, but, man, Grid is just a, is so much fun. Uh, come highly recommended. Uh, the other games I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of Fight and Rage, which I originally bought on the Switch. So I double dipped on it, and I I completed it on the completed the game on the Switch. 
And then uh, I was on PSN and I said, oh, Fight and Rage dropped on the PlayStation Network. So I went on ahead and double dipped on it there. And I've been playing it primarily on PlayStation because I just think the DualShock 4 is a better has a better pad for 2D 2D games, particularly uh, uh, brawlers and uh, uh, brawlers and beat 'em ups. So, uh, Fight and Rage is almost as fun as River City Girls. Uh, the only thing, I, the only thing I think that separates it is I think its uh, combat systems are just a little too simple. But man, it, the game is a blast. It is an absolute blast to play. And considering that it was only made by two dudes, one dude did the game, another dude did the music. It, it's it, it's a total it's, it's a total homage to 1990s beat 'em ups, and as uh, is what it's absolutely fantastic. You, you you're fighting against these anthropomorphic animals. You know, there's two humans. And one, uh, like you said, there's one woke minotaur <laughs> who's a, a mutant who is standing up for for human rights, and it it, it is really good. There is a um, there's a, a mode that you unlock once you beat the game that lets you kind of delve a little bit deeper into the individual, some of the more mi- minutia. Or uh, differences between the three characters in their skill sets and their fighting moves. Uh, the ninja, I think, has become my favorite. It, it used to be Gal, who is the, the 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 female character, who is like all about you know fast moves and and building up combos and whatnot. But I think it's probably the ninja who is a uh, uh, Chuck Morris. Is <laughs> his name? Um, he has like so much technique. It, it, it's actually kind of surprising how much technique they put into him, given how simple the the base combat is on that game across the board for all three characters. Um, he can do like multiple air hits and uh, combo into like a dashing slide and following up with his with a special attack. It, it's just a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of meat on that character and uh, the woke minotaur. Uh, is his his grapple game is just crazy. He can like you know knock you up in the air with like he's got like they gave him a shorter you can for some reason and and at the first I was looking at that like what <laughs> but you can like drop kick people into the upper into his uppercut move. There's a lot of like dash cancels. There's a lot of uh, grab uh, grapple cancels that you can do. Uh, with with the Minotaur and with the Ninja as well, and there's just like a lot of meat on that game. If uh, again, if, if beat 'em ups is kind of your thing, if this game comes highly recommended. Um, when I bought it on the Switch and for PS and on PSN, it it was right at the it was at 19.99, which may be a price point a little bit too high, particularly since again there's no net play. But you know, for a beat 'em up, uh, beat 'em up cat like me, the uh, fighting rage has just been absolutely super dope. So I've been playing that and unlocking all of the additional play modes. Like that, I, I just um last, like maybe two nights ago, I just unlocked a uh, time attack. So I'm uh, having fun with that, building up my score and seeing how 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 my uh, how I can build my combo meter and my. Uh, 
uh, score with the uh, the time under the time constraints, and it's just freaking amazing. So, Fight and Rage is super dope. Uh, next game on my list is Sekiro, and man, <laughs> Sekiro is just like I bought it. I bought it day one when it came out uh, earlier this much much earlier this year. And unfortunately, it got pushed to the wayside first behind Destiny 2 and then behind Monster Hunter World. So it's been a while since I could actually get back and get into the get into that game. But I decided to jump back into it. And Sekiro is freaking amazing. It is hard as nails. I didn't have too much of a problem with it. Until I got to Genichiro, and Genichiro worked me over something proper. Uh, getting his, like I, like I was saying, understanding and seeing his uh, his movement tells is is like crucial because you don't get a whole lot of time. Uh, I mean, his moves are specific, uh, and you can see them coming. But some of his tails are kind of similar to each other, but not exact. So you just got to watch him like a hawk and figure out what move is coming your way so you can uh, execute the appropriate counter or dodge out of the way completely. And it took me a while to beat that dude. He's got three forms and it's just like, oh, my gosh, I was like, didn't I kill you? Oh, you get you. You're going you're going freeze golden freeze on me now. Okay. Uh, but man, Sekiro is is freaking fantastic, and it it's now that I have put in the time, uh, it's definitely going to be in my game of the year uh, discussion uh, for me personally. Uh, is it hard? Yeah. I hey, if you if you if you tried this game and you said no, I'm out. This hey, I I I can't. I don't blame you, but you know, for for weirdos like me, this is like a selling feature, uh, particularly since it, since I don't have to worry about a uh, um, a stamina bar. I can just focus entirely on the combat mechanics and systems that they put into the game. Um, I'm unlocking both passive and active uh, ninjutsu skills that are freaking amazing like there's one move that you that i just unlocked that right after you stealth kill somebody the enemy that sees you you can follow up with like and it's almost like an instant death move i've seen it on i've seen it on youtube but it puts even if the enemy blocks it it puts so much like posture damage onto them you're at least if nothing else able to better position yourself to go after that uh the next opponent and it, it it's just so much so much technique and so much uh difficulty and the game is just fantastic it, it's just i i i could gush over Sekiro <laughs> for quite a while so I'll, I'll i'll quit while i'm ahead but super dope game um and lastly i've been playing horizon zero dawn the uh, probably the, uh, uh, the 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 crime against my backlog since I'm only now getting to that game now, uh, even though I also purchased that game day one when it came out, 
just now really dump, jumping into it. So beautiful. Uh, plays extremely well. Open open world game where you're fighting Zoys with a bow and arrow, uh, and it 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 couldn't be more enjoyable. Um, I can't wait until I can until I finally and I really haven't been in a super push for a 4K TV. I'm still rocking a 600 hertz uh, Panasonic uh, 1080p plasma, but you know I kind of I'm kind of getting that 4K itch because I really want to see this game in 4K uh, and see and see the, uh, the 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 greater depth of color. Um, that's available uh, looking at it on that kind of display, but loving the game, loving the story, loving the gameplay. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn has just been really good. A um, couple of games that I had to give up on, though, and I'll, I'll you know, I started with positive, I'll end on the negative. Um, I had to give up on Gears 5. I, I just couldn't. Really? I just couldn't. Yeah. Wow. There was, there was a... There was a story, a point in the story, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago, that I was like, okay, if you guys do that again, I, I'm just, I'm just not going, to, I'm just not going to continue on playing. But it just kept nagging me. It's like I don't. It's like they, they, they just did not address the fact that you had a whole bunch of people who were not rocking with you earlier and from earlier on in the game and then now they show up out of the blue and okay we're 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 cool now and there's there was no exposition about what the change of heart was i thought there was a it, it was just like i i just can't get past that so uh it was a game pass game so i just uninstalled that um yeah and, 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 and yeah and, and to be honest you know while Kate is the least annoying of the new group of meatheads that they got going on in Gears, it does not make her an endearing character in the least. Um, I mean, she's okay, but I just really wasn't. I I I, I just wasn't all that that into Kate as a character uh, as the story continued, uh, and that gap in the story was just like I I can't do this so uninstalled that uh next game uh, yes i did turn on my xbox <laughs> and, and and delved into the world of game pass uh next game i played and uninstalled was the outer worlds just couldn't get into it uh it wasn't that i couldn't get into it i the game did not give me the tools i needed to play the way uh i wanted to play what I say by that, y'all know stealth is me and stealth are not friends. So when we there was when you get to the part, it's still on the first planet where you have to make a decision for the power supply, and you have to get into you have to get into where the 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 the, the energy generator is, and you have to activate those three different points. I kept getting spy uh, getting getting spotted by the 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 robots and it's like okay i'm trying to do this stealthily sneak past stuff and and I, oh i think I, I see you and it's like i don't even know where this dude is and 
I get spotted and I can't complete the objective because I'm in combat mode or whatever. And inevitably what happens is I just run out of ammo. And by the time I actually got to the, uh, started deactivating the nodes for that section after talking to the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the rebel who left, uh, the city. Yeah. Uh, I had zero ammo and I couldn't do anything. And so it was like, well, if I can't get to these nodes without being spotted, I can't activate them. And the game just really didn't let me, at least for me, uh, I, it just did not give me the leeway to play the, the way I wanted to. I, I, I started out on normal. I dumbed it down to easy and I was still having the same uh, the same results, and it was just like, nah, okay. <laughs> so I had to uninstall that and uh, and uh, move on from that. But I really wanted I, I from the the story was at least was at least interesting. I I wanted to get more into the story, uh, and you know be and get into this whole outer worlds, you know, dealing with these corporations and. Uh, the social commentary that I think the game has uh, for corporate greed. I mean, that that's apparent even in the trailers. But I just couldn't get past the gameplay loop because if you weren't sneaky and sneaking past a whole bunch of stuff, I just did not have enough ammo because that's where I put all my most of my skills was um, charisma and ranged weapons. And I... <laughs> He's mm. like I'm stuck. <laughs> so uh, I had to I had to uh, delete that game. But you know, uh, if if there's a patch in the future that addresses that, then maybe I'll I'll return back to that game at some point. But yeah, it was I I, I couldn't do it. But uh, and was there something else? There was something else that I played too but it, it's escaping me right now but that's what i've been playing uh so trader joe why don't you enlighten the folks of what's been in your rotation my friend not a lot i've been uh, kind of going back and forth but my main meat and potatoes is uh titan quest on the ps4 right now on that and uh you know at the beginning when i started playing this game a few weeks ago um i kept getting blue screen of death errors on ps4 it's like uncommon with like any other game but this game seems to be buggy as all get out and it happens to me at least when i try to extract a artifact from a particular item like a weapon or armor that i attach an artifact to and so i was playing it last night and that that blue screen happened twice (laughs) to me and like when once it happens it it still saves because it saves constantly but then i have to go back and like basically retract my progress uh, from the save point and sometimes you know it's a point that (laughs) i'm tracing over the same bosses and dungeons that i've been through before and so just i wish that game was programmed better i'm debating about because i know there's no controller mod on the pc version just to play keyboard and mouse on pc but (laughs) We'll see if I keep uh, plugging away at that or not. I I'm severe. It's like a loot game. It's an action RPG that I'm severely addicted to. So, but uh, 
Also, I've been playing uh, Blasting Master Zero on the Switch. I finally fired up my Switch and got that uh, plugged in and ready to roll. So I've been playing Switch a little bit. I played also the SNES uh, Switch Online feature because I do have the uh, online pass for Switch. And so I'm pretty encouraged by the emulation on that thing. I was playing some Super Tennis. Uh, I'm going to make it the point I wanted to play Breath of Fire 1 and 2 on the switch and so that's something i'll be looking at and fire up pokemon as well but blasting master zero uh, i mean if you like the nes game from back in the day uh, this is another inti creates um you know um kind of re-envisioning of the blaster master series and i would definitely give it uh, my two hearty thumbs up on there so i'm planning on uh, at least finishing the uh, first game there's also blaster master zeros uh, two that came out that's available on uh, both steam and also on the switch as well on that um as far as any other games i've been playing that's pretty much been it though so um looking forward to getting back into borderlands i'm going to play the return to sanctuary um dlc battle for sanctuary dlc and then um, play borderlands 3 proper and then you know i do have some time off work these next couple weeks so i'm probably going to dive back into as we alluded to earlier in the show um division (laughs) 2 and possibly play some uh um also destiny i've bought the expansion i have never played it and I'm kind of curious to kind of dive back in there. I'm probably going to be solo without you two fine gentlemen, but uh, I will kind of, you know, bear with uh, playing solo or playing with uh, other friends of mine, including Surge of Fire. And whatnot, I will be so. with you there. I will go and I'll do it. <laughs> really? No, you're not. Why not? <laughs> Are you going to play Destiny 2 again? Oh, I thought you said Division. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I was talking about Destiny the, 2, sir. The, the, the D's kind of threw me off. <laughs> yes well the, the the cheap d's is going to be division two we could uh if you're looking for that game i mean pretty much it's been on sale for 10 bucks or less at the gamestop Redbox, and so uh, we are going to fire that up again i only got up to like about level what, 12 or something before we kind of fell off and i want to get back into it so if you guys want to join us out there you know the more the merrier in the mix but uh that's all I've been up to as far as game wise in the last few weeks. So, okay, alrighty. Contact. You can get a hold of us at uh, well, you can get a hold of me at I'm at Shonuff seventy one on Twitter as S H O N U double F the number seventy one on PSN. I am Shonuff seven, same spelling with the number seven. On Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071. Again, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71. Dez, how can the folks get a hold of you, my friend? You can hit me up on on, uh, PSN at N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. That's Nemo Tigger. And you can look me up on... uh, on, uh, That's my PSN. If you look me up on Twitter as uh, the Nemo 6 T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. Joe, where can the folks find you at? Uh, PSN, uh, Steam, and Switch. My username is Kamunagara. That's K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox Live, my same handle, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. 6966 is my 
handle there. Uh, Twitter, you could go ahead and message me, uh, Joe Fongul, at J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. All right. And also, you can email us at the show if you would like to share your thoughts on gaming and even want to uh, request to be a part of the show to get your point of view across to our listeners. If you want to send that email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Uh, also, just a real, a real quick aside. Uh, I know I've been getting uh, just like a small handful of friend requests on PlayStation Network. Um, if you, when you send a request, this, uh, just, just a, just a, uh, as a favor, as a favor to us, uh, to any of us, could you just like in the in the text, just put like GV for gaming vessels. Uh, you don't have to, you know, send us your life, your your life story or anything, but uh, it's a way for at least for me to separate the the you know bots from people that that listen to the show and want to and want to be a part of our and maybe want to be a part of our game nights or something. So for any of you who have who may out there who may have sent us or sent me uh, a, a friend request on play on PSN, if you could send one with uh the letters gv in the um in the text box i personally would really appreciate it that way i'd know i i'm i know who's who why the the friend request is coming that you that you know you're a listener of the show uh or you you know you you saw me on you saw me on twitter what have you just just let me know <laughs> just just put that in the text so i know who it's coming from uh, that's just just something. That's just a something for me personally. But so you don't like getting the various like random broken English and saying I have nude photos on my website? No, I have. Uh, no, I have not seen that. I have not seen. I've not. I've not seen the, the the nude photos invite on PS. And I have. I think that has happened on Xbox, but I'm not 100. percent Yeah, it is, I have gotten that on Xbox. <laughs> uh, but on PSN, it's just like random. Uh, random friend requests, and it's not you know the obvious stuff you know like sexy gal seven seven two two xx you know so nothing like that. <laughs> it's you know something that looks halfway legit, and it's like okay, where where did I where did this come from? Because like I haven't been playing any fighting games, and I have the way I have my my things I my 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 account selected is that. You know, anybody can send me a friend's request, but um, you you can't send a message to me if you're not on my friends list. That 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 is a a lifesaver, particularly when you're dealing with online communities. So, I really appreciate that. I think it's the same. I think there's a an option like that on Xbox Live as well. But I got, uh, I got one that was it was literally was just no picture, no nothing, and it just said Nemo Tigger dot just dot breathe dot and i was like what <laughs> i was like mm? yeah i had to quickly delete that one i was like mm, i don't know what's going on bro mm. nope bro gal but i think it, but it was a it was a it was like a nondescript um like i didn't like the 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 um the name was nondescript, so that's why I was like, I don't know. So I had to let it go. It's like, no, I'm good. Mm, yeah. So, well, all right. Yeah, so just let, just let well, us know you listen to the show when you yeah, send us a Let us know. That's all crap. 
Well, speaking of emails, speaking of messaging us, our next couple episodes, we are going to be obviously approaching our end of the year. So next episode is going to be our 2019 uh, games of the year. Uh, We'll be discussing that. But if you want to send us your personal games of the year list, we will read them on the show on that. And uh, for one lucky winner, uh, one lucky uh, participant will receive what will they receive desmond a special prize uh to be yeah. determined uh, yes. on on our next show so we are gearing up to uh give away uh something special uh to one lucky uh listener and uh and um you know someone who who responds so so you know get out there Start making those lists. We would love to hear what your game of the year is and what your game of the decade is. Because, again, we are 20 years into this new century, so we would love to hear uh, what your thoughts have been on, on games, games that you love, games that, you know, that, that really kind of stuck out with you, you know, for, for this past, for the past 10 years. Um, I know that's a big ask, but, you know, everyone's doing it, so so why don't we? Um, and then, of course, as always, your uh, your game of the year. So uh, please send that to us. Uh, we will be collecting them up until the end of the year. Um, and then most likely our first show of the new year, um, we will uh, award that out there. But but the next two shows we're doing is about uh, the end of the year stuff, and basically looking back and recapping. You know, it's been we you know, the, the we've been doing it for a while. So. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you know, again, thank you to everyone who's been listening. We're probably going to get uh, a couple sh- couple shows, maybe one or two more shows out before the end of the year. Then we're probably going to take just a small, just a small hiatus, um, just a small hiatus, and then we'll be back uh, with some fantastic stuff. But, but, but please, you know, you know, let us know what, what's what's going on with y'all, and, uh, and yeah. Yeah, we're gonna gonna have a game of the year, game of the decade, and then the uh, start off the new year. We'll start with our most anticipated of 2020. So yep. it'll be good, good kind of tentpole stuff to talk about. So if you want to mention any of those topics, uh, by all means, on there, we will list them all. So if you want to knock all three out at once, knock all three all at once. Just let us know. So. Yep. so. And again, that email address is gamingvessels at gmail Super so, l- ladies and gentlemen, out, uh, our listening on our, out there in our listening audience, we appreciate you hanging hanging in there with us for uh, episode fifteen of season five. For Des, aka the Bay Area Terror, and for Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I am Kevin, aka Shonuff seventy one, signing off, and we'll see you next time. Peace.